0: The following podcast is a Dead Sons Company production.
1: My, uh, my test came back clean. By the way,
2: <laughs> no no ten days the of pills in a shot. To, how
0: am I supposed to do a cold open when you start with my test came back clean?
1: My my computer viruses, bitch. Yeah, I knew what you were talking about. I knew what you were talking. About. <laughs> you were talk- oh my god! All right, here we go. No, okay, that that stays in.
0: In the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war, and tonight there is only Warhammer. Welcome to the Tainted Hive, the first season of our Warhammer 40,000 Imperium Maledictum podcast. I am your GM, Brad, guiding our group. Joining me today are Justin, Eric, Mike, and Alex. We are here with the third episode of Season 1. Gentlemen, happy Warhammer.
1: Yes. Happy indeed, sir. Happy to and Warhammer shouldn't be said in the same sentence. I'm just saying. Does not apply. Nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really it really does not apply. I mean, you think about it. Imagine waking up and you're in your favorite sci-fi universe and you're like, oh, this is so lovely. There's peace and energy and technology and people living on distant stars. And then you realize it's Warhammer 40,000
2: and you get to eat mm, corpse starch. Going back what's, to sleep. What's corpse paste do to your breath? That's my question. You know,
0: we had a lot of really good questions about what is corpse paste versus corpse starch. And uh, my personal favorite is, does it have different flavors based upon the body? I don't know the answer to that, and I don't want to try
2: to decide.
1: The answer is a decisive yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
2: let you know in two sessions.
1: It's like, this man was a carnivore.
0: This man was an herbivore. Which one tastes better? Heretics
2: are salty. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh. Ew. All right. Um, to recap, so last episode was episode two, and you had, over the course of the last two episodes, you had landed upon uh, Vol in the hive city of Rokarth at the Mudgate. As you had stepped off of your ship and kind of broken out to try to start to track down this substance that Halicarn Inquisitor Halicarn had sent you to find, the Gratis, um... Dimitri, you were run over by someone who had been trying to escape the Macarian Vigilites, the Adeptus Arbides of the planet. And you found out that his name was Aragon, and he had been trafficking Gratis. He was taking it around to sell it, and he had multiple vials on him. You, uh, working with your party, grilled him a fair bit. Uh, Quentin, you had spent some time making your way... Along the the different ports and different berths, trying to look into different crates, uh, being completely unnoticed, despite walking right up to these things, and sneaky. As the, uh, sneaky is one way to put it. Um, and as Dimitri Ewan, Roderick spoke with Aragon about the Velathi knives, Rigol the Red, uh, quickly, Quintin came over as the Macarian vigilites, led by Petronilla, came. that space. A little distraction from Roderick bought you guys a bit of extra time to allow Quentin to go forth and dive into Aragorn's mind to try to make sure that what he was telling you was the truth, and more so than that, that he shared with you everything he had. Quentin, you found at the time that everything he told you was about as accurate as it could be. He had shared with you what he could, and really there was not much more to be gleaned from this individual. But Uh, Much to your shock and surprise, as you handed him over to the Vigilites, he was roughly abused, kicked repeatedly, to be woken up from the uh, choking out he received from Dimitri, before being hauled off to one of the Makarian Vigilite outposts for, uh, I would say trial, but holding before his execution. And as we open on today, Petronella had been talking to you all about the Gratis, speaking with you all briefly about what that substance was and how they were tr- basically struggling to find a solution and stamp it out as well. And we left off with Quintin, electing to purge his, or uh, I believe the, the proper term is to um, purgate your warp charges. Now, because you are not in combat, Despite the fact that you have I believe 7 Warp Charges, you don't have to add any modifiers. But let's start today with really quick, go ahead and roll me a D100, let's just get the dice rolling, roll me a D100. Oh D100, let's find out what Psychic Phenomena we get. We don't blow my head up,
3: please. I rolled a 100. Oh shit. <laughs> strong. <laughs> Starting
2: strong. Eric loves. It sounds Aos, bad.
1: <laughs> if I catch yes. a
2: tentacle, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> so, oh my, oh. A good start.
1: Whoa. Where go? are there tentacles? <laughs> Never start less than hundred. Okay, do uh, me a favor, yeah.
0: and last, um, I, I want you to, I want you to roll me one more one d10 for the for the duration. And then I'll explain what happens. Five. Okay, so for five minutes, um, Quentin, you mentioned that when your warp power is felt, there's kind of like a, I believe you said a buzzing that people hear. All four of you do me a favor, roll me a challenging plus zero discipline test. No specialty, just discipline. And I need to roll the Vigilites. Discipline,
1: huh?
2: Shit. That's not bad. I'm not feeling
1: very disciplined right now. No. Nope, sure not. I have a pretty big (laughs) lack of discipline myself. It's gonna be fun. Oh dude, willpower was my dump stat. That's not good. (laughs) (laughs) So you're really disciplined. Technically not a dump stat because I didn't choose it, but it's my it's the lowest one by far. You randomly dumped it. Yes, sir. Okay, so real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I
0: need to make a note here so for the purgation. Um, did anyone fail their discipline? Oh check? yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Oops. We're geeking. It's happening. Um, I failed in pretty epic fashion, honestly. <laughs> I did okay as well. Mine was like a minus three. Minus six. So,
0: oh shit here's what happens I die minus Sick. Six, we have a first death of the of the, of the game um, so we have a uh, a negative three a negative six and Roderick, how did you do? Uh, minus three uh, Dimitri, how did you do then? minus three as well. Oh, okay so we had two threes and a six. all right all three of you suffer a major stun. What that means is, You may either move or take an action, but not both. Additionally, you have disadvantage on every test moving forward today until such time that this falls off. Now, this will fall off in about 20, 30 seconds. But the difference is, yeah, the difference is (laughs) that... What happens with a 100 roll is that Quintin has basically, as he purgated his warp charges, summoned warp oh, echoes fuck. into the entire zone. <laughs> now, because for, for explanation of what the zone is, because it only affects one zone, you see and you hear a, a th- thr- like a thrumming, buzzing in your ears, and it's almost like like there's it's, it feels like you have a fly in your ear canal itself. Your ear canals vibrate. Your brain goes fuzzy. Your vision turns purple-black at the edges and seems to narrow in. And each of you hear echoing voices and sounds from past events and things yet to be. You hear screams, what sound like women and children. You hear bursts of laughter, this kind of hysterical, (laughs) creepy, eerie, high-pitched laughter. That was pretty damn you good bluff. That, that was good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm not working bad, on it. So. I'm trying. You also hear what almost sounds like a whispered beg, a voice, and all three of you are hearing the same whispers. Like I'm just, you're, you're hearing kind of the same things, and they're they're washing over you in these rolling waves. And you hear as this voice just goes, "Please, please, no, no." You hear perhaps most eerie, a single voice that goes, You, you foolish souls, you will suffer at my hands. And after five minutes of this, as you all kind of sit there, and you'd you'd imagine that you'd move, but you almost can't. Like, you're just kind of like... You know, first it's the stun, but then it's just this, like, rolling, boiling feeling over your body. Now, Quentin, question. uh, You're in that zone as well. Did you roll the test, or do you not? I did. I got a plus two. Okay. So you're watching this, and you know exactly what's happening. (laughs) Quentin's going to start laughing. What a dick. (laughs) Quentin, I would like for you to please, for me, um, please make an awareness sight test. Awareness sight? Challenging plus zero.
1: It's a little more remarkable than your character should be Dimitri's capable of. Demetrius punching if you ask him me. in the face, <laughs> yeah.
0: plus uh, two, plus two. Okay. Now, when you purgate, correct me if I'm wrong, but that means that your psychic static is gone at the time that you. I'm still sustaining
3: correct. it. No, I'm so still sustaining it. Can it you pur-
0: can you purgate your charges? Because that does cause a charge while sustaining. I, I read that and I could not
3: determine. Yes, I can. Well, as I'm sustaining it, my orc is drop down to whatever the level is that I'm still sustaining. Okay, so you dro- you That's dropped six charges, you remain at one. That makes sense. That's what I yes. thought I read, but I wasn't sure. As um, long as you're sustaining it, you cannot drop that
0: orc okay. charge. Do me a favor. Um, do you remember your psychic static roll to be plus nine? Plus ten. Okay. Jesus. So oh the Arbetes all passed. Um, I passed the check. They already have a plus 40 versus your plus 40. So plus four versus plus four. However, with the situation happening here, I'm gonna give them each an additional plus one. So they're gonna get plus five versus your plus four to see if they can see you. The reason being is that you alone, aside from the three RBDs in front of you, one of them is doubled over holding his head, but Petronella and two of her assist- associates are not doubled over. In fact, they are grabbing weapons and looking. So they are oh, aware. Shit. They're not idiots. They know something's happening. So they're going to get a little bit of a bonus. But I still don't think they're going to beat your plus ten. We'll find out. And they have to roll to find you. I believe it's discipline, correct? Uh, don't know if it's discipline. Just sure. okay. I can't. A, I know plus it's plus forty weird something. Something weird. It was plus forty something.
1: I don't remember
3: what it was. Yes, yeah. plus forty. Awareness, any.
0: Awareness, any, okay. That, okay, that makes more sense. I, I was like, for some reason, I thought it wasn't Awareness, but it is. All right, so let's go with... Okay. Well, somehow, their eyes seem to slide right over you. Two of them rolled 77s, which, with that bonus, is still a success, but only three levels. Uh, Petronilla, you see as her eyes seem to s- almost pause at the space where you are, and then keep sliding. She, it's, it's almost like she's, she's this close to seeing you, but just can't. Uh, she only had 8 levels. She got darn close. But, as you have kind of purgated your warp charge, every single person in this area is like crawling and stepping away as quickly as they can. The air, just for the rest of you, the air has gotten almost colder. For, for just the briefest moment. And um, Quentin, your awareness site test on a challenging plus zero was what? How many successes? Uh, so. Plus two. Okay, so with a plus zero, because this second part would be challenging. You thought that everyone was doubled over. But you see a single, single person off at the very edge, where you know the extent of this this event is, is ending, with a brown cloak pulled up, looking carefully. And as they realize that the Arbides are looking as well, they turn on their heels and they disappear back into the crowd. You understand that the, the feel that you got by seeing them, they are probably also
3: touched by the warp. So did I get a recognition from them that they knew something what was happening?
0: Hard to tell with a plus zero. Hard to tell from this distance, but you know, you're not an idiot and you would recognize that if someone is feeling what's happening and looking, they probably have some idea of what to be looking for. Exact specifics of that would be a little harder to, to dame.
3: I'm Quentin's gonna say out to you the party. Since he's, As far as he's aware, no one actually has noticed that he's there, but the party is still aware that he's there. He's going to say to them, I think there's another Psyker around here, and he just went off that direction. He's going to point off the direction. What? <laughs> has our stun worn off yet, or
0: is it? You're stun, yeah. Your stun is off at this point, yeah. Okay.
3: Are we you still hearing stunned, whispers? St- or
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah. Your okay. stun lasted for about 30 to 45 seconds. Um, the major impacts of that then wear off, but as part of this kind of the warp echoes it's almost as you're trying to move out of the zone like you you recognize that it's happening in the area you're in the three of you though would not there's no test applicable so so you don't realize that it's only where you are you think it's just happening so it's not like you're you're aware of being able to struggle away to get out of this So real question if i'm in this i'm hearing these whispers i don't think this has probably happened to me too often before if at all no, can sorry. I even tell the difference between like... Quentin and the whispers? Like, does he just sound like another whisper to me, or is it, can I discern between reality and the warp? You can discern between reality and the warp. However, okay. you are correct that this would be a new phenomena for you. Actually, for most of you, uh, Mordecai especially, yeah. being from a feral world, this is probably not something. This you've shit is
3: whack. I would like Quentin to do at this time, immediately after what he said, he is going to cast Telepathic Link, and attempt to force a connection with each of them. Okay, Um, go ahead and make that roll.
0: Not me eagerly
2: waiting in anticipation hoping he misrolls. This is Warhammer and all, but my body (laughs) my choice man. Oh, I actually just barely got plus four.
0: <laughs> you just barely 20. got a
3: plus four. Come on. <laughs> well, I needed to get high enough to connect to each Stay of them. Stay out of my head, Perfect. weirdo. I, I needed a minimum plus three yep. in order to connect. I just <laughs> was hoping you
0: were going to, like, you know, critically fumble your roll so we could have some <laughs> real entertainment happen. <laughs>
3: Not yet, anyways. Um, but that I'm going to start sustaining that. That's going to be three more additional warp charges. But then I'm forcing a telepathic link with each one of them. And I am going to immediately start saying in the telepathic link, calm your guys' self. This is fine. It will pass.
2: Who is uh, this? Do we recognize New number. Who is?
1: <laughs>
2: you, you would recognize
3: his
0: voice. He's projecting into your minds. The oh, question I get is... that.
2: I understand it. I'm still
3: asking.
0: Uh, no, I, I'm totally also
3: understood. at this point also sharing with them my emotion of like trying to be a calming presence to them. Okay, Because with telepathic link, I can also share emotions instantaneously. Literally
1: the nothing distance. about this is okay.
0: <laughs> so so Quentin, my question about telepathic link. And, and again, remember, I have read through the warp psychic powers. The minute you selected what you were doing, I knew I had to know some of them. I'm not going to remember all of this. Does telepathic link, I know it allows you to talk one way. Does it allow the way, the return? Yes. Okay. It's so,
3: two ways. And it's actually all of us. We can all communicate with each other. So you guys me. are all on a group call. That sounds like a mess. Basically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're all yeah, on a group call
3: and you
0: feel Quinton's like trying to kind of push a calming presence upon you.
3: Yeah, um, we can communicate words and ideas with swift, silent efficiency. Uh, so it's kind of like we're on, share mentally share messages, emotions, and ideas instantaneously across any distance. So it's kind like of like all of this? us have a microphone And we're just talking over each other in our heads? This is gonna be
2: just like real life. What we're doing right now
0: <laughs> going to be just like this podcast when everyone gets excited.
2: Specifically, are we it's aware cool. of the capabilities of the link? I would say... Specifically sharing images. <laughs> I would say...
3: <laughs> you can't share images. You can share messages, emotions, and ideas. Get the updated version. I would also... Lot. Ideas, basically, an image sometimes. I mean,
0: that's... Yeah. Yeah. I would say, um, go ahead and roll me a, let's see if you would know what this is. Um, go If you have lore warp, which I doubt you do, you can ah. roll
2: that. Dude, there's no such thing. Yeah, otherwise I would say. I have um, a psychic mastery skill.
0: How do you have a psychic mastery skill? I don't know,
2: man. It's on the, it's on the, like the. It's not an added skill. It's it's just whatever's on the character sheet. It's it's like a base one. It's a yeah. ba-
0: okay, so I tell you what. Yeah. Roll me cuz you're going to end up using just your willpower cuz I know you don't have advances in that, That's I all think. this is. Go ahead and everyone, let's let's do this. Roll me a psychic mastery at a it's not going to be plus 0. It is going to be a hard negative 20 test. I literally cannot oh. pass it. <laughs> you can if you roll a 0, sure. uh, zero one, two, three, five. 94,
1: 87. Minus, no, no. <laughs> Minus three. Minus. It's actually a good roll, It's still minus three. It's a minus kind
0: five. <laughs> minus three, minus five, and auto. 94 is not an auto failure. I apologize,
2: but it I is mean, a negative. It's kind of like an auto failure. This is basically <laughs> so, It's high as fuck. <laughs> certainly not an auto success. Nope. <laughs>
0: Dimitri, you have absolutely no idea how this works back and forth. Like, you, you don't even understand the basics of it. Uh, Perfect. Mordecai as well. None of you are are realizing you can talk back. Um, so, Quentin, you project your message and you project this calm. And you're just hit with this, almost like this wave of, what the hell is going on? What is this? What? Like, all three of their mental freakouts. Mine goes, why the fuck do I hear quinoa in my head? I'll shoot him if I see him.
2: Fuck!
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go stand behind Roderick. (laughs) My hand is literally on my lace pistol. On your what? I'm going to start playing with his hand, too. (laughs) Yeah, I said lace pistol, Brad. It's not going away.
0: God damn
3: it. If it makes sense, it makes sense. I'm sorry that Warhammer's wrong.
0: Ah! (laughs) (laughs) How do we hang somebody up? Uh, Inquisitor, Inquisitor, this one, this one right here. <laughs> so Quentin, you are hit with all of those, including Roderick saying, Quinoa, why are you in my head? How do you respond?
3: I'm responding to him, it's, we'll pass, this is normal, and this is, we can tell, talk to each other. I did this so that we can talk in front of, what's her face? I have no idea who she is. I
1: believe her name was Citronilla
3: oh i'm saying that in character i mean, I don't know what her name is i don't know who she is i'm like this this lady
0: as a reminder as the gm quentin has not been around with petronella yet so he really does not know who she is
3: uh, got it i don't trust her right away so i'm immediately just making it so we can talk in front of her without her knowing. hey no, quentin i can i know i can talk in front hey, of her but you guys can't respond knock knock <laughs> who's there Petronilla up your ass. I just bust out laughing out loud at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri also laughs his ass <laughs> off.
0: So as this interaction is happening, the, um, the warp echoes are fading, the buzzing in your ears and kind of that vibration of your, your cerebral cortex of your brain itself um, dies down. The purple-black kind of edging of your vision fades, like pulls away, and your vision comes back in full. Uh, As the event ends, you see as Petronella is looking around, and and you would have noticed this at this point, those of you who interacted with her prior, but she's looking around very, very warily, and she turns to you all and she goes, right, I believe we have a bit of a problem here. Uh, If you three are fine, we need to head off and try to understand what just happened. Must be an unsanctioned psycho waiting to be dealt with. Perhaps, the, perhaps we should call the inquisitors. And she's looking over her shoulder at one of her colleagues, and the other member of the Makarian vigilites looks up and goes, "Hi,
3: ma'am. Um, nothing wrong with getting the mention. Me. A mention of an unsanctioned psycho, Quentin just starts bursting out laughing. <laughs> and but
0: be,
2: well, because you haven't booped them, they really don't notice you. No. Uh, um." This is really awkward next to the authorities. So Quentin <laughs> is a inquisitor, right? Like that's his background, or was an inquisitor,
3: or was part of the Inquisition. I've worked with them in the past. Okay,
1: I'm pretty sure Mordecai is really very, questioning very whether or not he got pricked by that needle we took off that guy because uh, this this is very new. <laughs> Um, real quick,
0: Quentin, just to make sure my notes are correct, static shock plus the telepathic link, you are at five warp charges or four? four? Four. Okay. Telepathic link is three, and it's psychic static, and it's, that's one. So telepathic link does not increase for additional people, it still maintains the three. No. Okay, good to know.
3: Yeah. It's three regardless if I pass or avail. I guess if you crit, it could go down to one, but...
0: Could. Okay, so Mordecai, you, uh... You wonder if you've been pricked I'm pretty
1: sure I'm tripping, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: as the warp echoes fade, you see as Petronilla and the other Makarian Vigilites head off. They're making their way through the crowd itself, trying to find, you know, and you, you can see that they are on high alert. They are looking for what the cause of this disturbance was. Um, you are now... Uh, free again to continue your search for Inquisitor Halicarn. Um, you have at this point scoped out the Mudgate to some capacity. You have a bit of information there, but what would you like to
1: do? Uh, we haven't went to the safe house, and we haven't went to uh, what's his name, Regal, Regal uh Ragal Ragel
0: it's Raguel. it's R A G U E L Okay I'm pronouncing it Ragel but
2: yeah, it is Raggle the red Raggle
0: Raggle. We'll
1: <laughs> Big ragu Big, Big ragu, ragu. <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: so you've you've spoken with Petronilla. you've gotten her side of the gratis, you've gotten Aragon's side of the gratis. Uh, you are correct. You have not yet gone to the Thaler Hostelry, and you also have not visited the Cathedral of Obligatory Modesty. Both of which you have from your data slate from Inquisitor Halicarn.
2: Yeah. We we also know that Mister Ragu can be found at that edifice of tears bar. Mm-hmm. Well, if he's not at the first location, yeah, sure. The first location okay. is the Battery
0: Manufactorum six dot nine three eight. Yes. Yes. Now, one thing we did not highlight that I think is important for you all to understand is obviously we talked about the numerics system of 6.938, meaning 6,938. The other side of that is how a hive is layered, okay? Hives grow vertically. Level one is always the bottom level, um, most often the ground level, and then you have sub-levels below that. Higher levels have higher numbers. So the other option, and I'm not gonna say that's what it is, but just your characters would have this as a a backup, is 6.938 could also mean, not just that it's number 6,938, it could mean that it's the 938th Manufactorum of the sixth hive level. That is a possibility as well. That being said, in most cases, hive level is denoted HL with a number followed by that number. So, in character, you would recognize that it probably means it's 6,938. You need to then determine what level that is on.
2: And it doesn't go a thousand per floor? You're unsure. Sure. Okay.
1: Uh, given that we know nothing of Regal, and we have this contact at the safe house, as a place to go with people who live here. Maybe we should go there first and see if we can get any information from them.
0: We could also go try and find Vidame Galar. Question him for the same stuff. I'm assuming, do we know where the Cathedral of Obligatory Modesty is? Uh, You do not. So keep Uh, in mind, this is all of your first time into Rokarth. Uh, To find your way around Rokarth may require some digging, asking, trying to find your way because uh you know being from a hive city roderick you would understand that if you don't know the hive it is very very easy to get lost um would i know having been raised basically on a hive where maps might typically be or like a a directory of some kind You would know that, most often, there are centralized maps normally in areas of main lifts that would point to major items of that level of the Hive. You would also know that the lower the level of the Hive, uh, the less accurate that map may be, because those maps are probably not kept up with all of the different changes, uh, gantry collapses, other events that happen level to level. At the same time, Many things remain the same for millennia. So, a manufactorum that doesn't fail will continue to operate in that space as long as it can. Or a cathedral, so, for example, would probably be the cathedral of obligatory. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also want to check. You had someone had mentioned that the edifice of tears was a bar, uh, and I don't. I'm looking through my notes. I don't remember saying that. So I just says, want to make sure that. Edifice of Tears is a second place and a good place for a drink is what you told us. You didn't necessarily say it was That's a what bar, I told you. but you said it was a good place for a drink. Carry on.
1: My notes are straight ass. When I look back at them, I have the words correct, but with no context. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Continuing
3: on. I think going back to the safe house camp is a good starting point. Yeah. Maybe, Since we I mean, don't really know where, where, to where, where we go next, do we even know where that is? Though,
0: nope, <laughs> we don't. I think no, we, sure we should we go, go to the I mean. main lift and take a look at what's on this level, and then work our way from there. Okay. So you want to make your way to the um, the main lift. Yep. Yeah. Not hard to do. From the mud gate, there are huge arching. Uh, entryways that go off in different directions. There are more than six. So as you keep in mind again that the mud gate is the you were told that it was the center of the vertical trade of Gratis. Uh, Roderick, being a hiver, I'm not going to make you roll you understand that means that there is a big lift nearby where you can go essentially almost anywhere in the hive. You see the largest queue of people that you had seen prior all waiting to get onto some of these massive lifts. And there are a set of three of them along the eastern wall, near one of those large gates that go off into the floors. Uh, You make your way there, picking your way through the crowd. And you have a few folks who kind of bump into you. You see another group of Makari and Vigilites going by. Uh, All of you, go ahead and give me a challenging plus zero awareness sight test. And I will add that if you have awareness, sound as a specialty, you may make that roll. Um, well, you can you can use those uh, specialty points as well, and the sound test would be a routine plus twenty. So it's a sight and sound off the same roll. Uh,
1: Minus two. plus three and plus five, plus three and plus five.
0: Minus two for one or both, Quinton. Only
3: the first one, because I don't know. I don't think I have it. The second one.
0: Well it's it's sound, so I mean you're just making a, a audible test which would be at a plus twenty.
3: Okay, then I guess it would be a plus zero.
0: Plus zero, negative yeah. two, plus three, plus five. You said Dimitri. It's plus plus twenty. Two.
1: Uh
0: the sound is a routine plus twenty. The sight okay. is a challenging plus zero. So Dimitri, you have a plus two, is that for your sight?
2: That Which one has the bonus again? The sound? Sound. So then I oh i I've got a plus zero then. We all clearly I have. Don't, I ch- don't have the sound.
0: You don't have okay. to have awareness, sound. What I'm saying is there are. I'm, I'm having you roll two tests so, simultaneously. For example, I have a plus one natural roll, so that's sight of plus one,
1: sound yep. plus three. Right. We all failed yeah. our in real life audible test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I didn't catch
2: yeah, For sure.
0: Let me let me explain this again. Keep your rolls. Yep. You you have a dual test happening simultaneously. It is awareness, okay? We are testing your awareness for both sight and sound. The reason why I'm sharing that is if any of you have specialties, which I doubt it at this point, in either of those, you're gonna add them to the applicable rolls. The sight is a challenging plus zero. The sound is a routine plus 20. So what that means is if you were to roll a 30, your sight would be a 30, your sound would be a 10. If you were to have specialties in awareness sound, then you would adjust it like that. Does that make sense? No, you said it backwards. I think because you said plus twenty, not minus twenty. Correct. A ten is a better roll. Remember, rolling low is better. You do your math on your dice differently than I do, so I probably do. Yeah, <laughs> I would just increase. I, I, what the... I actually
2: normally do is I normally roll my dice. I increase the target more than add. Yeah, yeah. which okay. is fine. So I was adding my dice wrong anyway, but uh, so I have a one and a three then.
0: One and a three. Say three and a five. One and a three. Still a two and a a negative two and a zero. Beautiful. Okay, Quentin, you barely hear something. However, the 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 rest of you have successful enough rolls, and Mordecai, you'll get the most detail. Um, You see a few of the members of the Macarian Vigilites grabbing another member out of the crowd, another person out of the crowd. And this person is, seems to be kind of frail, has wide, wild eyes. And at this point, you've moved fairly far from where you were when Quentin did his purgation. And you see as this person is just wide-eyed, staring at them. Um, Dimitri and uh, Dimitri and Roderick, you just see him getting grabbed, and very quickly you see a LAS pistol out and a shot fired. You hear the, the crack of the LAS. Quentin, you also hear the crack but that's all you have you don't see what happens I Morde- duck Mordecai with your rolls you see that as they grab this person who looks afraid viciously the eyes narrow and almost it almost looks like a little bit of um like a little bit of a flare of almost like electricity seems to almost come from their eyes as they get ready to lunge out and you see a hand beginning to lunge towards the Makarian and vigilate
1: as the last cracks does he say anything while he's lunging? No, now you're too far away to hear that. How far away uh, am I? The, uh, you'd be about 25 meters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to move silently and get close to the situation to see okay. if I can hear anything.
0: Alright, so go ahead and, um, I need a reminder of Move Silently, I know it adds to your stealth.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a it's a specialization in my,
3: yep. um, stealth. Okay, while he's doing that, Quentin is diving behind Roderick. <laughs> okay.
0: Alright, so, w- with your Move Silently, that just adds to your stealth check, so what I'd like for you to do, mm-hmm. is go ahead and give me that, um, that stealth, uh, and use that specialization for move silently, uh, plus one. Okay, so you're able to move fairly fairly quietly, which uh, I'm going to give you an additional plus twenty because you're in a very loud section of the hab, of the hive, of the hive itself. So you'll have a three success levels to quietly move up. Uh, I'm going to pose you with their ah, pose you really quick and just see if they notice you. Probably not because they're a bit distracted. So uh, somehow. One of them rolled extremely well. You move very quietly through the crowd and assisted with all the noises. However, as you get a little closer, you see as one of them looks up to you and kind of quickly points the Laz, and you realize it's one of the uh, individuals you had seen with Petronilla. They put it down, and they look to you, and they go, uh, nothing to see here. And you see at his feet is, like I said, that kind of thin, emaciated-looking person who you see was in a brown robe over workers blues the hood thrown back a burn hole just right on his temple
1: i'm just curious why i heard a Lays pistol
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Motherfucker>. <laughs> how did your
0: party die it. oh uh, we had a difference in opinion on the presentation <laughs> <I heard> that... <laughs> i'm just i'm just now, i'm gonna say this again if the audiobooks that come out of the, the developer, out of Games Workshop, out of Warhammer, all say, Laz. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to drop a Blackstone Fortress on you harder than Abaddon did on Kadia.
1: Mm. Mm. Uh, He's still
0: going
2: to say
1: it, though. Still going mean, to say it. Is. Dude,
0: so, bro. Mordecai, is you, as you kind of say that, they look to you and they go, Ugh. Unsanctioned Psyker made a lunge for us. Had to take care of him. Too bad. Well, Black ships would have paid well for this one. Kicking.
1: Well, very good work, anyway. Thank you for keeping us safe. And then I'm just I Do me a... head back. Yep. Do me a favor. Yeah.
0: Roll me an intuition check. Sure, man. It'll be uh, your knowledge of the black ships is probably not great, so we'll call it a, uh, a difficult negative ten.
1: Negative ten intuition. Mm-hmm. eh? Intuition. Um, plus three. I would say if you have any
0: specializations in human, I would allow it. Uh, no. Okay. So plus three. Yes. You don't know much about the black ships, but you know enough about people and the things they say during actions that maybe aren't perfectly amenable. It's something about what this specific vigilate has said is rubbing you the wrong way. You don't necessarily think he's lying, but the fact that he said something about the black ship's paying and then kicked the man doesn't sit right, and you're not 100% sure why. That's all you're really able to intuit at this time.
1: Man, I wish I had a deeper understanding of 40k lore. Uh, so,
2: Fred, <laughs> I have a question for you i had
1: a telepathic link with a
0: Psyker. The Black
2: Uh, Ships, that's... (laughs) they do. The the, the Psykers that are provided to them, that's a tithe that's determined by the Adeptus Administratum? Correct. So normally the Adeptus Administratum
0: would assign a tithe to a world which includes their tithe to the Black Ships. However, the Black Ships can also be called in for any unsanctioned Psyker if they're in the region to collect them, test them, and see if they would rather be fed to the uh
2: god But it's effectively of it's effectively a donation. Yes. Okay. It's more than a donation, it's a requirement. Well, right, but I mean it. it's a donation in the sense that money's not changing hands. Like I gave you 100 psychers, I get 100 solars, kind of a thing. It's not money not like at, at all. all. So, right. Yeah. So Mordecai,
0: you're, the um to to give you that little brief bit they're 100% correct. The black ships are part of the Grander Imperium that collect psychers or psychically touched Individuals for testing Some, like Quentin, survive and are Approved to Go out into the world Um, Others are Fed their souls to the God Emperor to make sure that the uh, Beacon of light Through the warp that allows the ships to travel Continues.
1: As you're saying all Um, of this It's, yes I I remember reading it now (laughs) That's okay (laughs) The your
0: character doesn't know enough to understand that piece of it. The, nope. That's why the, the money
1: changing hands doesn't feel right, but you don't know why in character. Uh, I'm just going to make my way back to them because I don't have any questions for these guys. And I'm just going to say to okay. Quentin, it looks like they killed one of you. One of yours. Damn. Oh, that's a shame.
3: I could have had some fun with
1: him. He said that uh,
3: he wanted to sell him to the black ships. At the mention of a black ship, Quentin visibly starts shaking. I guess I'll probe a little. Uh,
1: what is this about the black ships? Why would they sell him to that? I i mean, I'm from a feral ro- world. I i don't know shit about this, right? Not at I all. I mean, feral, feral
0: worlds, um, death worlds, unless you've been around Psychers. Now, let me me walk that back two steps. Almost everyone in the Imperium knows the rumors of the Black Ships, especially in your world where you're from, given your background of kind of the the semi-nomadic life of all the tribes and such. uh, Your concrete knowledge of the Black Ships would be the equivalent of terrifying fairy tales to scare children at night. Sick. Quentin, do you respond at all to his question? Because you would you, I, I'm not going to make you roll. You actually know the answers.
3: Not right away. Quentin is basically more or less, as he, you see him physically shake, kind of stuck. You see him like he's his eyes almost rolling back, like he's going back to that hell that he went through when he was on his black ship, reliving parts of it, and then he's trying to snap himself out of it. I see this may have struck a chord with you. I
1: apologize. Maybe we should move on. Sh-
3: the black ships are terrifying. You said they would get paid for it, though. That is strange. He
1: said it's a shame that they won't. Uh, that he would have fetched a pretty penny, and now he will get nothing.
3: Something oh. about that seems
2: wrong. It felt weird, but what would I know? Seeing Quentin uh, geeking out over there. Uh, Dimitri's gonna go over and without permission just start running his diagnostic <laughs> up and down Quentin. <laughs> do, do you require injection? Quentin just kind of looks him. Sure. Why not? I also want to. Can I do that? I don't I gotta look. I don't know if I could actually do that shit. You got some of that <laughs> juice.
0: The the best part of this is that. The the group, uh, Medicare or, or Field Medic, asking, Would you like an injection for your shakes? And then going, Wait, do I actually have the stock?
1: Nobody ever says yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to type a few buttons. Your fight.
0: <laughs> so he punches a few buttons on the, <laughs> the diagnostic. Yeah. So, Dimitri, you, you, Key a few codes on the diagnoster and as it's running you're you're getting the runes and the symbols on it that basically show that quentin has no pathogenic or virological infection um and it, yeah it just you just kind of let it go but you will see if it, it checks his heart rate his heart is racing right now a diagnostic tool should show heart rate let's say that yeah um as as this is happening and you guys continue to make your way towards those lifts you eventually find your way to the large, large map of the level that you're on. And uh, you realize that the Mudgate being, again, one of the largest uh, ports of entry to this sector, to the, to the Hive, is on the second level. So it says HL2. It's not on the first level, so there's there are things below this, but it says HL2. and. Roderick, being from a Hive, you would recognize that that doesn't necessarily mean there's something directly below this. It means that if you were to walk through those massive archways, you would be on the second level of the Hive. You are very low. That is normal. The massive, like all the landers, all the ships, sure, they can land on some of the higher spires, but a port of this size on a Hive would have to be low to basically support the sheer volume. Given that... There are also massive influxes of foodstuffs. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Prometheum. You have pilgrim ships, per, perhaps. Probably rarer to come in and drop people off, but to pick people up to try to go to a shrine world, perhaps. Uh, and then more so than that is obviously the main output of Rokarth being Laz Packs, Weaponry. Uh, not weaponry per se, ammo. But um, As you look at this map, it is, it, it's massive. I mean, it's the level alone the map is, a, is one of the larger ones that's meant to kind of show, and you see the little runic mark that says you are here. The map is five meters wide by three meters tall. And sections of it are written in script that is so tiny, you feel like you would need a ladder just to try to see what it says. But at a cursory glance, you do not see any of the different areas you are trying to find your way to. You don't Could, see I, of the th- Could I roll a navigation check to try
1: and find what I'm looking for a little more adeptly? Is there perhaps a concierge desk or anything? There is not a concierge desk.
0: <laughs> is there that a nasty
2: be... ass servitor
0: laying around? Can... There's the right question. So Roderick, you don't need to roll a navigation check. Next okay. to the map, there is a what's called a servitor. Or in this case, it would be like a cogitator, which is a, for lack of a better phrase, it's a computer. Um, The cogitator sits there, and it has a runic screen filled with green runic script that reads out in Gothic as to what uh, information you're looking for. There's a small queue to get there, but you see that you can easily access the cogitator if needed to try to find where you need to go or what you're looking for. Yeah, I'll wander over to it. So you make your way there, and there's a couple people in front of you, and they make their way through the use of the cogitator, and the person in front of you begins to, with two fingers, slowly punch the runes, and you realize it's, it's, a, it's a kind of an older woman, mm-hmm. slightly hunched back. You hear her go, this cacking world. What do you mean it doesn't exist? And she smacks the side of the cogitator. Not very hard. Very frail. She goes, hmm. Delete. I'll, uh... (laughs) I'll bite. I'll go up to her and be like, Excuse me, ma'am. Can I help you find something? Hmm. That depends. Do you know Rokarth? No, but I am uh, nice a bit, bit quicker on a cogitator than your, you seem to be. <laughs> 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 she looks at you, and as she turns to you, you realize, so she has, you bit. you're up there, um, she has pulled back graying hair that is very thinning. She has almost what appear to be liver spots on her skin, kind of hunched over. Her skin is stretched over her bones, uh, but it's not It's not like an unhealthy color it's almost tan as she turns to you you realize that she has only one eye the second eye being missing with no artificial implant no um you know no kind of like augmentic and not even eye patch there's just scar tissue there she looks at you and she narrows her one eye and she goes didn't your parents ever tell you to respect your elders punches a few more keys and goes cack it all. You're right. I'm slow. I'm trying to find my way to my son's home. She's still punching away at the keys and she goes Can't seem to locate him. Would you be so kind? She backs away and um, um, let you have the cogitator.
2: Do out I know carrot
0: Yeah, can cogitators oh. do that? Like by name or like <laughs> No. No. Uh, I was gonna have you roll for that, but no no. Um you're from a hive world. You don't need to roll. The cogitators can't really a base level cogitator like this, which is meant to give you just broad spectrum of where do I need to go or where are certain major items, uh, would not be able to find a single resident of a 30 billion person location. Not this kind of cogitator.
2: Justin, uh, do you do you have advances in data delving? Uh, is that a skill? Um, well there's talents and then I think I have no talent of of such variety <laughs> and then I think tech would be the skill right I have no advances in that either I kind of suck at it to be honest <laughs> um well D- dimitri's gonna let you keep yip yapping to this old lady but uh this um, is sort of my bag so I'm gonna be if next you're to
0: you. next to me I am actually going to kind of Put a arm around the lady and be like, "Look here, um, let me explain a few things to you." And I'm going to use my distracting talent to distract her <laughs> from what she's doing, so that Dimitri can jump in here and and
2: find what we're looking for. Here for a <laughs> <So answer>. to... <laughs>
0: Considering... this, this is no
2: problem. I, my, my second aunt. She was greatest cogitator typer of entire land. <laughs> I'm going to mentally communicate to Dimitri to go to the cogitator while I
3: distract the old lady and uh right. explain to her how so, cogitators don't work. All right. Quentin's going to follow um <laughs> him and he's going to start poking at the keyboard while he's doing it, adding extra characters <laughs> in the middle of what he's doing.
2: I I slap his hand out of the way. <laughs> he keeps doing it. Sparkhead, fuck off. I think in my
0: head, if I notice this at all, I'll just be like, Quinoa, don't make me shoot you. I just have this image now of like Dimitri going up there all serious, like trying to quickly type in and Quentin's just going, reaching between his arms and punching one <laughs> rune in the middle and <laughs> punching another one. Keep
2: slapping That's this basically what he's doing. child he's just out like, <laughs> of the way. I think it's funny that Quentin's move is just walk up to something, boop it, boop it. Continue to boop it. <laughs> like, it
0: doesn't matter if it's a cogitator a person we'll get to what you're gonna be the
1: first party member to get killed by the party
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if the warp
1: doesn't get him first
2: yeah
0: okay so since you're not trying to deceive or lie there's no rule needed the distracting talent just allows you to take this over and And I believe, as we said last time, it allows you to cause disadvantage on any of her checks, right? Right. I'm going to say that, let's see if she... And uh, if that doesn't work, I could always gothic chipper her her ass and stun her while he does it, so... I tell you what, she uh, doesn't roll well enough to not be distracted. So she, you know, you begin to tell her how cogitators do not work. And uh, she begins to kind of chat with you a little bit. Here she looks at you at one point and she goes, you know, you look a bit like my son. Is that you? She reaches up and kind of pinches your cheek and she goes, no, he'd be older than you. And you continue like explaining how cogitators work and as you're getting into the details of how it can't locate one person, <laughs> she looks at you again and she goes, did I tell you that you look a bit like my son?
2: Man, we I mean- know how this
0: bitch lost her eye. Pinches you again on the cheek and just goes. no, you're not him. I'm sorry. You're uh, I'm, you don't have to roll to realize she is very old and potentially borderline senile. Um, I'm gonna look around in the crowd a little bit while I'm talking to her. Do I see anybody who has somewhat similar features to me? Roll me a awareness sight. Um, at a, you're trying to do this while conversing with her. Let's mm-hmm. call it a negative 20. Uh,
3: that's a seven on the die. So that is plus
0: four. Okay. Despite the fact that it's very hard for you to make Oh, I'm sorry. Plus two, you
3: gave me a net minus 20.
0: Negative 20. Yep. Uh, despite the fact that it's difficult for you to maintain this conversation while trying to identify someone who looks kind of like you and you could pass it off, you yep. actually see. Waiting to board uh, waiting to go through a checkpoint to board a shuttle you see a man who doesn't look exactly like you But passable enough similar height similar build slightly lighter hair color, but Sure, it might work, whatever Uh, Seeing that she's got one eye and probably can't see that well in the first place. I'm gonna point him Well, is that your son? See look there I'm gonna point it She looks over and, oh, gosh, you're distracting her. Oh, no, you're distracting her, which means she gets disadvantage. Okay, well, her pass of a 37 becomes a fail with a 73, and she goes, ah! Pats you on the arm and goes, you're a very kind, kind soul. Thank you. And begins to walk her way towards... This unassuming man who's just trying to go through a. I don't even point. say
3: anything like happy to help or anything. I like disengage immediately. I don't <laughs> want anything to do with that situation.
0: You're going to get her killed, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so, all right. So Dimitri, as you're punching in
2: the runes and Quentin. Oh, no, I, I got some shit to do here. I'm, I'm looking yep. through my. Okay. So I, I'm going to fold down my vest a bit and access my tactical data slate that I have and I'm okay. going to plug into this cogitator to interface with tech equipment or machines to get that sweet, sweet plus 20 to whatever Love I'm in roll. Love that. Um, Continue. Okay, so
0: you get a plus 20 to this. What I'd like for you to use is you're going to use the cogitator. So I will say, give me a linguistics check. What? One of, the, one of the languages of linguistics, excuse me, is Cypher. And cogitators and Imperium computers in general, computer, Imperium systems, run on a series of codes that make okay. it easier to utilize. Okay. Okay. Uh, given what you're trying to do, and given that you're trying to essentially get answers faster, that would be, in my opinion, probably one of the best ways to look at this. The other option is if you have advances in... Logic investigation, I would allow that.
2: I mean, but I, I have advances in tech to like backdoor this bullshit. But
0: let's use tech then. If you have advances in tech and you can backdoor it, you're not trying to go through the front. You're trying to get behind. Go that way.
2: Always go through. That's kind of what I'm. Uh, I'm thinking. That's my motto. Okay. <laughs> so uh <laughs> <laughs> um, what? what am I rolling? <laughs> or what? All right. Anyway, I'm gonna roll. It's rolling, rolling t- my tech. I'll
0: tell you the modifier.
2: <laughs> okay. You're rolling oh, hell tech. Yeah, um, yeah so you're I'm rolling tr- tech.
0: You're trying to backdoor a, a cogitator. So you're trying to get through the back end and get through the security systems. Uh, we're going to call this, we'll call it negative 10. It's just going to be difficult.
2: It's negative. <laughs> okay. So hang on. So I've got two successes with the flat roll. Plus I have plus 20. Okay. So that would be... Four successes minus one for the negative Three ten, success right? levels. Three Perfect. success levels. Okay, so with
0: three success levels, you have an impressive success. Uh, so you begin punching in the codes, and you see as, as a few security things come up, but you're just like, nah. a couple." McAfee,
2: here. what is this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uninstall, uninstall, restart, uninstall. You get through the security tests very quickly. Um, you're actually mildly baffled that the security is so poor on this cogitator until you realize that it doesn't have access to the secure lines within the hive. As soon as you're in the back end, you realize the data it has is very limited. It is meant for public access. It's meant for helping people navigate. Um, What specifically are you looking for? Are you looking for the, the three different kind of locations that you had had?
2: Yeah, I am. Let me pull up what I was doing here. Yeah, um, locations or routes if I can, I don't know if I can download them to my data slate. Do, do we oh. have GPS?
0: Uh, you won't have GPS per se, but you could download oh, like the, the maps waypoint? to your data slate. Yeah, you can absolutely yeah. download the maps.
2: So I, I'd be looking at anything location-wise for okay. the, uh, what is this? The different thing. The through. Cathedral of Obligatory Modesty. Yeah, all three of those yep. places. Okay. So, uh, and and uh, if I can, if there's anything any anything on this, uh, either the Velathi knives or this ragu the red, <laughs> okay. ragu the red, rag- big ragu, pasta sauce, and battery manufactorum six point nine three eight. Okay, so with
0: your with your tech and with backdooring the security to get through. Um, you very quickly download a few maps to your data slate. Uh, you find that the Cathedral of Obligatory Modesty is located in a section of Hive Level 1. It is uh, in an area where there are numerous facilities and, and numerous cathedrals. Uh, in fact, as you kind of look where it is, you realize that it's paired with three others very similar to it in terms of shape and size. So you have you have a base idea of how to get there. You know that you need to take the lift down and then move through level one. You also find information on the Thaler Hostelry. Uh, you find that it is it's almost a footnote, and it's in the lower hive. So that is in, that is on sub level seventeen. The Hostelry is denoted under a, an older hab facility name that has been redacted and you realize you glean that it is a a hab facility in level 17 where there are numerous living uh, groups numerous okay. living habs the third location that you look for is battery manufactorum 6.938 um, you find that the manufactorum is located on sublevel six. So it's on the sixth sub level, right. uh, And you find, again, a map where it is kind of highlighted and you're able to download that to your data site. And last but not least, uh, the Edifice of Tears. Now the Edifice of Tears, you're kind of punching in the code and, and with a plus three, you do still find it. It takes a minute. You're actually kind of a little shocked at how long it takes, but you do find the Edifice of Tears. Uh, and what you find is that it is actually a monument, and it is located.
2: Spill the beans, Brad.
0: Actually, I'm I'm double checking. Double <laughs> checking. The fava beans. Um, so you notice that the edifice of tears is located on hive level, uh, sub level two.
2: Okay. Yeah, just sending us to the basement, Brad. I see how it is. And the uh, Obligatory Modesty, where was that again? I missed that one.
0: Uh, the Temple of Obligatory it's Modesty was level one.
1: On... Okay. Thank you. Sub level one or just level one? Just level, level one. one. Level okay. one of... yeah. It's the only one not on a sub level. Yep. So
0: Obligatory Modesty is in level one. Got it. So HL1. Uh, the Edifice of Tears is on HL SL 2 or HL-2, sub-level 2. And the Battery Manufactorum is on Hive-level, uh, sub-level 6. I'm just going to put these in a more centralized location for myself as well.
2: And upon completing... My uh delving, I am going to unplug and back the fuck away as I'm looking around to see if anybody saw what I was doing.
0: Give me a um give me an awareness site check. I, bit, you're gonna notice that awareness site is probably gonna be a very common one. It's just mostly about uh if you see things.
2: See, I don't see shit. <laughs> That's like six fails. Uh, you're deep in no, that, that back door
1: not paying attention to a thing
2: (laughs) no that that's that's only four fails
1: four fails uh you don't
0: see anybody who seems to have noticed what you're doing excellent all right then dimitri all good
2: I middle, program, hang on, well. I
0: apologize. I think I told you, I'm, I just want to correct something because I think I, miss, I misspoke on the level. I told you that the Thaler Hosterley, did I say sub-level 17? You yeah. Did? Yeah, you did. I apologize, that was a misspeak. It's sub-level 7. Oh, 10 okay. levels higher. I was so going to say, that one's, would put us
2: into some nasty.
0: It would put you into some nasty. That's why I, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like looking at that and I, I reread where it was and I go... I think I read that wrong and said that wrong. When you said sub-level 17, I thought to myself, man, uh, I think they misspoke when they said safe house. I think they meant danger house. (laughs) Not going there. (laughs) Well, you know, basements of hives are pretty gross
1: places. Welcome to the house of danger. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, Lots of backdooring there too. Dimitri
0: to the... oh (laughs) boy. Sorry. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> Dimitri, to the best of your knowledge, no one saw what you were doing. Perfect. I saw everything. Okay. You're very observant, Mordecai. Hey, speaking of which, have you found... I'm Quino- very proud of you. Have you found quinoa yet?
1: I don't know. <laughs> that guy, he comes, he goes. He's He's weird, dude. I don't know where he's at
0: right
3: now. No, I not take offense to that.
1: That was still my, my one of my favorite parts in the beginning was you
0: being like, I'm so observant and then going, I don't see you.
1: He is remarkably
0: we we unremarkable. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift, I know. <laughs> to be so generic. Oh, actually not generic, just a uh, nondescript. He's name brand generic.
2: He's basic.
0: He is basic. Uh, so, so the basic of the basic. The basic of the basic. He so gets the lift... to the
2: front of Starbucks line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the uh, the lifts are, are spitting distance from you. You have Now you have maps on Dimitri's data slate. Uh, what would you like to do?
3: And do we still want to head to the safe house? Well, our original logic to go to the safe house was to find the things that we don't know where they
1: are. We know where the things are now. Um, But, I mean, also, there could be somebody at the safe house. I mean, maybe this ganger, Ragu, the big Ragu, is well-known. We can glean some information about him from people who live here. True. Very true. Do we also know what time of day it is
0: right now? I was just about to say, let me refresh you on your timeline. So you were awoken uh, at roughly 4.30, hour and a half before you normally are, kicked out of your billets fed your corpse paste, which is a oatmeal-based derivative of corpse starch, and your recalf stuck onto a shuttle, dropped off here. Uh, the pilot had told you when you got to the landing deck at 5.30, 0530 that he had 35 minutes to get you land side. So you touched down at about 6.05 a.m. You have been planet side for all of an hour.
2: It is 7 a.m. Well, that's a productive morning, guys.
1: That's a very productive couple hours.
0: Feels a lot more
2: like weeks to me.
1: Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Welcome do... to tabletop RPGs where actions <laughs> matter, but the <laughs> timeline doesn't. Big bad,
0: doesn't. The big bad <laughs> enemy is always scheduling. Yeah. Uh, so, with that in mind, to, to Quentin's question, to your timeline. Uh, Roderick, Again, being a hiver, you would know that 7A, 700, is right before shift changes for any of the Manufactorums that run 24 hours a day. Okay. Uh, It is also part of why the port is so busy at this time, because there are so many people moving both goods and themselves to and from. In regards to your different places to go, you have the Edifice of Tears you were told that it was good to find a drink. You have the Cathedral of Obligatory Modesty. You're not 100% sure what that is. It might be a sick house. It might be something different. Um, you know, could be could be a place for individuals to be cared for, or it could be somewhere where they have to, uh, you know, do their penance for the, for the ecclesiarchy. You're not sure. The Battery Manufactorum, self-explanatory. And then the Hostelry, which is you know that there's a safe house in that vicinity, and it's a hab unit. So knowing your timeline, knowing the time of day, where would you guys like to go? My vote, party, is going to be let's go in order by sublevel. Let's start with the cathedral and work our way
3: down. The is the furthest thing from us. Seeing as it's so early in the day, I would probably agree with that we have time.
1: I would also agree with this. Let's do it. Alright. So you make your way
0: to the queue for one of these three large lifts. And they're not the only lifts in the port, but these are the ones close to you, and you recognize, again Roderick being a hiver, you recognize that it's an easy way to get level to level.
2: I'm pretty sure Dimitri and myself are hivers. Uh, Dimitri, are you Hiver? Yes. I'm looking. Yes, I am. I Having to listened to you.
0: session 0 about 5
2: million <laughs> times, I'm pretty sure he's a Hiver. Dimitri, <laughs> you know have that? you forgotten where
1: you have come from?
2: These no, worlds, they, they look the same. They certainly Hiver. smell the same.
0: I'm making an additional note to Dimitri, because I believe, uh, instead of writing Hiver on my notes for Dimitri, I wrote Penal Colony. <laughs> <laughs> well that, that's where you
2: found me. Or that's I'm where uh serious. what's his face. Why do you me?
1: associate Mike with penal so heavily? Yep. <laughs> <The hell? laughs> he likes to bring
0: big guns and stack bodies. It's pretty fitting. Okay. I'm... You all make your way to these uh and uh, then Dimitri and Roderick being hivers, you recognize the what you're heading. You head to the queue. You wait your turn, you enter onto one of these large lifts. Uh the, as you go to step onto the lift itself, a small floating skull with a single blue eye floats down in front of you. And a voice trips out and goes, Entry fee to the lift one solar per floor. And a mechanical dendrite extends out from the lower jaw with like a little tray. Uh, do I know if he... if it, I guess, means... 1 solar per floor per person, or 1 solar per floor for the party? Safe to assume it means 1 solar per floor per person. Yuck, because I'm poor okay. son. Um, I'm going to cover
3: it for the for the party. Okay, so you drop the 4 solars. Mom, Before man. he does that, I'm going to stop him, grab 1 of the solar from him, and have him drop 3. I want to see if the machine even notices that I'm here. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Jesus, Eric. <laughs> Cheap-ass. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh. okay. Uh, so you take the solar, you pay the 3, the dendrite begins to withdraw, and as the four of you go to step onto the lift, the servitor's blue eye almost seems to kind of protrude a beam directly at you, Quentin, and it goes, solar, for entry and the dendrite
3: re-extends. I'll drop it onto it, and then just start muttering under my breath like god damn. <laughs> Dum, bullshit. You all enter the lift.
0: You, uh, you punch the coat. Now Roderick and Mike, both of you being hivers, do me a favor and roll me a quick, um, roll me a lore, just a quick lore test. Just generic lore. I don't have any specialties. Just generic, specialties, so. just generic lore. Right. You don't have an associated specialty with hives, or only a generic lore. Ooh, I actually rolled well, and I don't have any advances. So
2: a nine out of twenty-six. So okay. two, plus two. Okay. okay. I rolled less well, but a plus one. Okay. Uh,
0: you both, you both, thinking about hive worlds specifically, and kind of these lifts and these transits. Uh, you both recognize that what just happened is not always common. Sometimes the lifts are just, they just run. But it's not necessarily anything you need to be concerned of. Uh, There are Hive Worlds where Solars are charged and part of that is to, uh, you both know with that role, part of that is to keep the uh, as the upper levels call them, the rabble in the lower levels. It is also cheaper to go down than it is to go up in most Hive Worlds. Now, in addition to that, you both know that Solars being charged to utilize the lifts is not always common. But being that you just stepped off of a port, a major port of entry, you're not surprised. So um, would I know a if a less utilized uh, lift might charge nothing or less if we decide to go find one? You would know, with those roles, you both would know, that lifts away from the main port are more likely to not have a charge. You're essentially, uh, you're essentially paying a convenience fee to step off your ship and immediately... Yeah, get I get it. I, I'll mention that on our way into the lift and on its way down, it's like maybe for the next one we go grab a bite away from the main area and find some place a little cheaper to travel up and down here.
2: Yeah? don't Honor, mind covering you, you
0: that... guys, but solos are solos.
2: You understand this? This is good thing. We are not on business for Emperor. We are always on business for the Emperor. Just then the
3: multi <laughs> should fuck off. King was going to pull out his uh, <laughs> wallet and actually give four solars to each of them. Uh, okay. to each of us.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'll take four so solars. As as Quentin does this, as Quentin does this, and as this conversation I have is happening, five hundred to start with. <laughs> the, man, the man's got some coin.
2: Uh, you had how much to start happens,
0: with? The five hundred. I'm slightly I offended 2300. by the <laughs> Oh, I two thousand three hundred solars, bro. I think
3: I'm all right. Because he's a rich boy. He's an heir. He's an heir, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I don't know the had 6 I'll take your that. money.
0: <laughs>
1: Sixteen. <laughs>
0: So, as the Solars are passing hands, the gates of the – the grates of the um, lift drop, and the whirring hazard lights flash briefly as you begin to descend to have level one. And that's where we will pick up in Session 4, Episode 4. Alright. Right on. Well thank you so- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <That's-> <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening if you like what you hear please consider checking out our patreon as always you can find us at our website deadsonsco.com for access to all of our socials updates news anything good like that and we will see you at the next episode